0: it's that time of the week and that can only mean one thing yes welcome it's the wrap up this week with even more hosts roll theme
1: welcome to team super dad real dads creating their best lives ever more time more money more fun you are not alone you're on team super dad
0: Hey dads, welcome to the wrap up. It's great to have you back here before we get stuck into the session with Glenn and Colin. I just wanted to apologize because Colin decided in his infinite wisdom to join the session via his mobile phone as opposed to the amazing kit he has for recording music. Like, subscribe and enjoy the show. Hey gang, it is the wrap up. Here. And if we give that a little flick where everyone comes in big style, look at that. For our regular listeners. Uh put a logo right on Colin's face. <laughs> I need to make I need to make a three a little three way template. Not that three way is the kind of language you use when you got four blokes Johnny. Right, you
1: know,
0: but yeah, listen. For any of our regular guests, if you're listening, then you won't be able to see we have extra people on the wrap-up tonight. But if you're watching, because we do have lots of people who watch the live, then welcome to the wrap-up tonight. My esteemed and regular guest, Glenn, at A Dating Dad. Good to see you,
1: Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought that was like a Harry Enfield moment. I thought he was just doing a doing a Mister
2: S- Mister Steel guy, you know. But anyway, uh, the typical, uh, I mean, I, I totally literally in tech. I'm on, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on this all day, every day, and the minute a couple of Northerners come on, it gets slow. I mean, <laughs> I'm <I, I> <laughs> kind of draining the energy from my Southern power here. It's because they <laughs> need <knit> to. <till laughs>
1: <laughs> we just we just bring bringing balance mate that's all it's just it's, it's just <laughs> with a yin to your yang mate absolutely
0: perfect so for anyone that went to uni with me you might have recognized that voice that is the very esteemed mr colin hudson Cole, good to see you
1: good to see you johnny thanks for inviting us
0: you're welcome and you have brought a friend along with you uh rich good to just first time i've met you but good to see you rich yeah, thanks
1: mate. Yeah, you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just literally turned up for a couple of two. was like that. Oh, whilst you're here, it, fancy joining in on the <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. Why not? That's good. That's good. We, we have we have watches in the hundreds and the listens are crack, cranking up towards a thousand a show now, so that's pretty awesome. And what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so listen, so for our for our regulars, right? we this is this is quite new right having four people on the uh on the on on at once um you might remember some of the earlier episodes of the team super podcast we did an expert hangout where i had like five or six different experts on and it was quite tricky to, to manage so i kind of reined it back in and uh i always had a plan to do the wrap-up as a as a group like a sports sort of podcast type thing and uh and glenn glenn and i would were, were were doing so well that we never expanded it but Colin, you used to do uh, a radio show and podcast called The Bunker, which was awesome. I I knew it would be good to get you on. What was The the Bunker about?
1: Oh, The the Bunker started off as a great way of wasting Friday afternoons uh, under the official guise of work. I had the best boss ever. um, He was totally into his tunes and what have you. So on Friday afternoons, um, he quite happily let me work from home uh, where we'd fashioned, like 25, 20 years ago, uh, way before all this um, you know, media proliferation and, uh, and all that, like we cobbled together a real media server. And being an internet engineer, we figured out a way of, of sneaking through firewalls so that a few of our mates could sit at the desks, log on to this private link, um, and we'd just be DJing all afternoon. Um, and then, like, fast forward 20 years, and everyone's doing internet radio. It's like, oh, really? We were so there think- for it. You no, stopped. And too then it, soon. You what, buddy?
2: You
0: stopped too soon. Like, like you, like by the time you were, you were, you were worn out from it. it was then everyone else was just getting started?
1: Do you know what, mate? We did. I think we did about ten years um, on my house, your house radio from the from the very start. Um, and we we sort of took it from you know just the bedroom DJs plugging in and just playing tunes. We we went full BBC on it. Room for the people. Uh, loads and loads of gear, microphones, guest DJs, like stupid games, all sorts of stuff. It was, uh, it was pioneering stuff. We we actually pioneered, true story, uh rock paper scissors for the radio.
0: It, it was funny. It was absolutely funny. And can people still listen to it on SoundCloud? Uh,
1: I think the uh, I think the bunker archives are actually still all up. Um, soundcloud.com slash the bunker show i think it is you know and there should still be quite a lot of the shows up there um but yeah it was good times mate good music as well good people
0: yeah, yeah if you like your old kind of house um good times house um then yeah go and listen to the bunker show search up the bunker show on, on um on soundcloud
2: how, how old are we talking johnny because i watched human traffic for the first time in ages this week are we talking pre-human traffic era
1: let's have a think so uh yeah it'll have been yeah we'll boom human traffic late 90s human traffic
2: Five, Mate, you know, this... Ooh. i'm still here yeah go
0: on
1: let's in how... that case we would probably have been uh we've been like late so I'll, I'll have been like 2000 2001 something like that we started doing the bunker show uh we've not been doing it for a few years now but um well, yeah, it was about. It was early two thousand. It was not long after I moved into this house, to be fair. So, uh, so yeah, it was twenty years. Wow, twenty years ago!
2: That's how old we are. Yes, uh, <laughs> And you're Rockily all years more mature and grown up, I'm sure. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can vouch for that not being the case.
1: Uh, so Johnny, if I was mature and grown up, we wouldn't be friends. You know that.
0: Yes, it would be terrible. Yes, everything would like be the fabric of society, like like the universe, the fabric of the universe, wow. fraying. Right?
1: No,
0: no, no. On on <clears> that, <throat> right? This is what we do on the wrap-up. Anyone who's joining us for the first time, thank you for 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 being here. This is the end of our week, right? We like, in days gone by, we'd have sat in the pub, and got absolutely <laughs> before stumbling, or worse, in my dad's days, driving home. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, drink driving? <laughs> I've had a drink, I'm driving home. <laughs> uh, no, but now, you know, we can't even go out now, let alone flipping drink drive ourselves into oblivion. Uh, but we do, we do hang out. We do, we do get this podcast out into people's lives so that whether they're there driving somewhere, cooking, mowing the lawn, Glenn took the piss out of me tragically for mentioning him, mowing the lawn. But I used to listen to podcasts, mowing the lawn. What, what more can you do when you're mowing the lawn? Um but yes, yeah, bit, a, a bit of a laugh, bit of a laugh, bit of a bit of a piss take and um and, and to sort of like men hanging out. Like this isn't only about single dads, but we are aware that you know, men sometimes find themselves home alone and uh what better what better way to entertain and support them by bringing the rap up to them.
1: Yes, mate. I couldn't agree more.
0: Cheers. Cheers boys, men, gents, reprobates. So if you're listening, then give us a like, send us a review, share this around. If you're watching live right now, then do the same. You can comment. People, the
2: say, people are listening to us. I was uh, chatting to a friend and she was visiting her bubble, um, over in Chingford and, uh, she was chatting to, to him and, and the, the husband turned around and said, I, I saw your mate the other day. Yeah, he was on that, on that wrap up thingy on Facebook. So hi, Dan. Uh, good to, good oh, to have man. you here that does that did make me think you know what well, that makes us basically world famous um but it did make me it reminded me of uh, actually something where i i legitimately think about it and think am i world famous because uh, apparently i was uh, my, my friend he was out in thailand or something like that vietnam and he was in this just random dive bar in the middle of nowhere. And chatting, got chatting to the locals, got chatting to this American sitting next to him, and, and she said, Where are you from? And I'm not even gonna do the accent because I've not had enough rum yet. She said, Where are you from? He said, I'm from I'm from, from England. Oh, I've been to England. Where any yeah, I'm from London. Oh, I've been to London. Where have you been? Well, I'm from I'm from Walthamstow. I know someone in Walthamstow. You do you? Yeah? yeah. His name's not Glenn, is it? Yeah. It turns out out that this American was someone that I met travelling when I was in South Africa and then ended up catching up with her and spending some time with her in New York a few years later and just (laughs) she happened to be travelling in a random part of the world where one of my mates was. I think that genuinely makes me world famous.
1: I agree, mate. It does. Absolutely world famous, definitely. It's not even six degrees of bacon, that, is it? No, no, fully... (laughs) Fully world world famous, mate. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the one thing that we used to cling to when we started doing the bunker like years ago. Me and Noel was like that, mate. All this radio, world well, national radio, blah blah blah. We're broadcasting to the world, the internet, <laughs> the whole thing, mate. Legit.
0: Yeah, I'll make you famous. What's that mean? One way or another. And other. Yeah. Well, I was on the villa. On the on the TV show The Villa and uh, and because that obviously I got I sind- sind- I was getting text messages from people in Australia going, "I'm in a bar, you're on the TV, you're naked, drunk, and like, what the hell's going on?" And
1: um, Johnny, that was some of your finest work, mate. Serialized and broadcast by Sky TV. I mean, come on, really? It's the stuff of legend, mate.
2: I've got to, I got. You, you can't. I can't knock you, obviously, because I've. Uh, you, you, you do know I've done. it myself. You've done what Get yourself? Get um, I've done. I've done, Yeah. I'm, I was on. I was literally on BBC this week. Um, okay. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to explain to my neighbours that I'm not actually famous or anything. But yeah, my kids. Um, well, no, they've all they've been on telly with me a few times, but um, my eldest two made their uh, their speaking debuts, doing some commentary on Boris Johnson's opening up the schools plan and so on. So, got them there with a rig in front of them and a, a proper boom mic and stuff. I was really proud of them. It was good. None of them, none of them threw up in, in nerves and fright. So, you know, I'm training them well.
1: Yes, mate. Media training, very, uh, very savvy.
2: I threw my guts up horrifically on uh, <laughs> occasions
0: in that program. So
2: <laughs> uh, was this was this, this end um, uh, throwing up, or was this some sort of pre nerves kind of tactical gender? No, tactical,
0: tactical gender it's on our list. What a brilliant segue there, Glenn! But oh, no, brilliant, brilliant. The uh, I see what's on there. Now the, the 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 experience of being on a TV show is brilliant. It says uh, – I got an email. It says, do you want to be on TV – do, do you want to have a free holiday, meet the woman of your dreams, and go on TV? I was like, yes, yes, and bloody hell, yes. And wow. uh, and so then I had to go and meet the people, which was just like a flipping five-minute Johnny show with, with, with someone having a coffee. I was like, this is going to be easy." <laughs>
1: I would a that would have a piece of cake for you, that mate. Surely,
0: yeah. entertain this woman will be on, and then I got the invite, and uh, so the only clangor about it was that I was, I was dating a, a pretty awesome woman called Caroline. We'll call her Caroline because that's her name. And uh, and <laughs> this is a funny story we we have laughed about this. So, Caroline, if you are listening, a, I am sorry, and b, thanks for being awesome. Um. so she goes so i was trying to work out a way of telling her, right so i i I got i got like i had two weeks before right and then i had 10 days and then i had a week right and then i was just like this is really different i wasn't wasn't able to tell anyone i was going on it i wasn't able to tell anyone i was going on it so so i didn't tell my family i didn't tell uh i didn't tell when you two stop fiddling around with that i'll put, put your microphone back on
1: um Just having a moment. go on carry up. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So um so anyway, I didn't so I told my mates like three nights before I was leaving, my housemate. And then then I'm then I'm like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to ring I'm gonna have to ring her. I'm on the way to Heathrow, right? <laughs> I'm on the way to Heathrow. <laughs> God's Jonas, law.
1: Jonas, are we talking about your girlfriend here? You haven't told her that you're appearing on a World, The programme is about to be broadcast via satellite to the world where you're supposed to date other girls. You just, just for clarity, the last person you're about to tell on the way to the airport is your girlfriend. Yeah, current girlfriend.
0: When you put it like that, it does seem pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> now you mention it... <laughs> When you break it down, I can see what you're saying. Right? I can see what you're saying, right? So so that's so why I love you both. So I've, I've got a voicemail, right? I'm like, oh shit, voicemail. So now right, it's all right, it's all right. When I get off the tube, I'll ring her. I'll ring her right? I've, I've got the guts now, I've got the guts to do it, like right? get <laughs> off the tube, still like, so, oh shit, okay. So I left her a voice message. <laughs> really sorry. I'm going to Spain on the villa with Sky. Um, I'll be back in a week. Sorry. See you then. So, so uh, apparently my flatmates told me they got a phone call from her quite later that evening going, <laughs> where's, Johnny? where's Johnny? Who the fuck is Sky? And what villa are they going to? <laughs> Dude,
1: Sorry, and yeah. you were the most pissed man on national TV for a good few weeks as well. So I I'm,
2: I'm assuming you actually found love then and it was all worthwhile in the end. Uh, the
0: whole, the fun was worthwhile. The, I didn't get matched up. I got matched up really badly. Uh, um, she just didn't seem like a ma, in fact, I make a, I make a wisecrack at the end. Uh, I don't think I'll be spoiling it for you. And, uh, so my pun slash joke when they revealed was I said, <laughs> she must be asthmatic. <laughs> It was the only thing I could think of that hadn't like, come out during the week of being together. Like, what's the reason? Oh, you're both asthmatic. Okay, great. That's that's why we put you
1: together. <laughs> Johnny, I've known you for 30 years. Are you telling me you're asthmatic? I, I, I
0: can put it down, yeah, but I don't necessarily suffer from it.
1: Some of the shit I've seen you do. it's uh, like, <laughs> no way you can be asthmatic. <laughs> no way. Can we do three Not times? Not having it.
0: <laughs> That's why I've got such big lungs. I can I have large lung capacity. Uh,
1: but... Fucking Lance Armstrong had big lungs, <laughs> mate.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, the good old days. The good old days. Imagine what three bongs in a row would do to you right now. That would be amazing. So, tactical chunders, right? Back to the point, right? It wasn't tactical, right? We, we, we're playing a drinking game. Drinking games. I'm always the worst at. You know the one where you have to. You know, like. You have to drink with one hand. That's what gets me every time. Because
2: like, when this is all, all over, right. I'm absolutely noting that piece of information. And we are going to play not only drinking games, but drinking games with forfeits because uh, this could get fun. So I'm going to put the DVD on, on YouTube because people have been asking me to put it on YouTube.
0: And you were we are dressed up in in like uh, safari kind of we had to we had to make outfits out of stuff we could find around the villa. So we made outfits out of all reeds. And things. So we looked like we looked like like Hawaiian kind of like cavemen basically. And uh, and this the drinking game ensued. And I should have taken a tactical chunder for any of our listeners, right? Because the question I was going to ask people was is. It's a tactical chunder and a, a, a regular thing, a normal thing, you know, like you're out and you're out on a good night out. It gets to a certain point. You've been out about three hours. You've, you're feeling a bit like worse for wear. So the obvious thing to do is go and throw up so that you can go again, basically. And, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Johnny, uh, given that we, we have the, uh, the, the standard, uh, the internet two seconds delay for the benefit of the, we're making notes now. Yeah. And we're going to raise them at the end.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I asked someone the other day, and they were like, tactical gender, what are you talking
1: about? <laughs> <laughs> can you not know I'll what it show, is? I'll that? show you what's I've written,
2: Johnny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's all sorts of health risks. This is a dark area. However... I am fully with you on the tactical chunder. Not something that uh, that I think I've partaken of myself knowingly, um, but uh, I do know people that it actually is halfway through the night, tactical chunder, uh, and they just appear again, looking fresh, and you're like, where has those 10 pints gone? Because I-, I can barely move. Uh, and that's like um, One
2: of my issues is the fact that uh, beer... Takes up a lot of space. I'm getting feedback. <laughs> I'm <might> <laughs> getting feedback here. Is it all right? I just turned off Colin's mic. It's Colin's mic. It's fine. But yeah, beer takes up a lot of room inside you. My old man, when we go to the football, he can sit there and he'll, he'll just drink pint after, pint after pint after pint after pint. We'll go through six, seven, eight, nine pints before the match, another couple at half time, another couple afterwards. He might take one piss the entire time. How does that, <laughs> fit? where does it go? I mean, how does it fit inside you? I, I mean I reckon I can fit at most three quarters, maybe a pint a pint of of, uh, of beer inside me, your bladder at any one stage. So then it just becomes like a nightclub where you've got one in, one out. I don't want to keep going to the bloody toilet all the time. That's that's why I enjoy rum a lot more. Um but yeah, when you're out out and you're uh, on the beers, that's when you start getting thinking, you know what? I can't get this out quick enough. Do I just need to, to tactical? And then start again, or or do I just have to accept the fact that I'm going to be pissing like a racehorse for the next hour?
0: No, no you see, it's it's not about for me. It wasn't about the the how many pisses I was going to have. Absolutely, how completely and unbelievably obliteratingly drunk I was. And then I would start kind of getting heartburn and, ru- and burping and like beating <laughs> on me. So it'd be like, right, what I need to do now, uh, because clearly the wheels are coming off. I'm going to go and have a tactical chunder which will sort of reset the clock. When I come back, I'm probably going to move on to the Jack Daniels and Cokes. Probably, that's yeah, probably what's going to happen.
1: You see, I think, I think what you need to do, uh, Glenn, it's all about your approach, mate. Um, and like yourself, I'm not a man that can put away pints after pint. Uh, I've, I've been with a bloke this afternoon that, that literally can just keep drinking them. And they go down like three, four seconds a pint. You like that? My God, Terrence, how do you do that? It's ridiculous. But I'm not that person, Glenn. So, I've noticed you've got a rum there, my mate. I have indeed. There you go. That should therefore be your mantra as you you set off. Don't get drawn into this whole, men drink pints. Um, I I tend to drink bottles if I fancy a lager. Um, Otherwise, it's uh, it's like brandies or vodkas or like yourself, rums, you know what I mean? Um, uh, And if you have it with a fruit juice, it's also one of your five a day.
2: Oh, this this is health tips. This is basically giving me some sort of inside cleansing and that sort of thing. I'm going to feel happier as a result of this. The only trouble with acting normally on a night out. Absolutely, I'm with you. But for one weird reason, football stadiums they don't tend to observe spirits. I don't know why. I, I'm <laughs> just like you Johnny. I'm a
1: as well at the bar, don't you like that? You want you want a, a what a vodka. Oh, okay. <laughs> and even if they did, I'm still I'm still
2: such a child that when I go to the Spurs, you put your beer glass on top and it fills up from the bottom. I still think it's magic, and I'm I'm a sucker for that. I'll buy pint after pint just to watch them pour the thing.
1: I'd probably be tempted to go to a Tottenham game just to see that. <laughs> <laughs> <be laughs> to <a> <laughs> Rich has a very very good point you would have to be drunk to go to a
2: certain oh, oh, oh. Rich, Rich. Yeah, you're in the wrong room here, my friend. <laughs> well, it's good to have our
0: northern representatives here. We are getting a, a fresh perspective, not just on uh, health and nutrition, but also uh, sporting. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Like we have solved one of the big questions in life, the tactical chunder. It's not just a real thing, but it happens up north, down south. Does it happen in other countries? Uh, I feel with the amount of beer our American cousins drink, they must surely do a tactical chunder in
2: America. No, they're, they're, I mean, um, they're massive. They just literally hold it inside them for a couple of months at a time.
1: Okay, so I have a question then. Is light beer actually lighter? That's what I want to know. So if it, you drink light, it, it, you have to look at your, at your beer consumption in the way an F1 team looks at fuel consumption and start measuring it by the kilo. <laughs>
2: oh, good point,
0: by the way. Glenn and Cole. We have two big F1 fans together here
1: tonight. Hey. Three actually. Oh, Yorkshire's F one fan.
2: Nice, nice. I'm Go incredibly on. excited about the new season. I, by the way, I'm such a fan. My uh, my youngest son is called Jensen. Um and so yeah, I am I am so, so excited about the season ahead. I think it's gonna be an incredible season. And I can't understand why the entire world isn't as excited as I am. I'm I'm more excited about the F1 than I am about the Euros.
0: I think that if you were a fan,
2: you'd have called your son Fangio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fernando Smith <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you know what? Um, speaking of Jensen Button, uh, not up last summer obviously, the summer before after his, his first book come out, um, I was working on an event and spent the afternoon with Jensen Button and I'd bought my dad Jensen's auto uh for Christmas, uh like the six months earlier, and then he'd finished it obviously and gone, here I'll read this. So I was reading it about the time of this event I was working on. Um and I was like, "Oh, i catch with Jensen. Well obviously I'll get me into write like, a little something in the inside of this book. And then give it back to my old man uh, with a little message from Jensen. In, do you know what I mean? It was about the time he just had his first frog, Um and spent more time chatting about like being dads and, and mocking about um, than remembering to get his book on my laptop back. So <laughs> get back and give me dad this book back. And I was like, that, yeah, nice felt to read that. That's how it happens. I spent the afternoon with Jensen like last Sunday um, in the commentary box at Silverstone, at top blog. I had every intention to get him to write your lovely message inside the old inside core review book, however, I completely forgot. <laughs> it was oh, that. <laughs> And it was literally what four feet away from me for the whole afternoon. So <clears throat> epic fail. You, uh, oh, you know, were still It is
2: amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing the things you end up buying buying your dad. Um, and thinking they might like it. I mean, I, there's, there's things... I've I bought books and, like, Aussie Ideal stuff, but it's, I always feel like I should be buying buying some... I, I feel like I've, i You can buy your kids toys, but you can't buy nah. your dad toys.
1: Nah. No, but, you see, you can... Uh, like, what I did for me, uh, for my old man's birthday um, a couple of years ago, uh, I bought him the next best thing. I was like, oh, right, so... Um, I've got us tickets to the Barcelona Grand Prix. I've got us some flights. I've booked us uh, a lovely apartment right opposite the Gaudi. And if it's one thing that we do before you leave this planet, we are going to watch a race. Uh, so you can do cool things like that with your dads that would be a total pain in the ass if you had to take your kids. I mean, we love them. Couldn't eat a full one. Well, but would you want to go to an F1 weekend with your kids? I don't know. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, I mean, That's I... That's definitely I, I... one of the things that you want per weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah. Time and experiences are good. I've been around around the world um, with my old man, watching Spurs and watching, uh, going to to far more a few wins and a couple of losses, uh, and it's always <laughs> a weird experience. <laughs> uh, just 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 drinking, knowing that you know what he's just going to be as drunk as I am. He's not going to take care of me just because I happen to be his boy. Um, I've got to take <laughs> care of him because you know what?
1: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though, Glenn, Right. I, I we come back right uh, and it is like it is team team dad. It, it, I guess it is relevant we, we got back uh, and I got to a point where it was like how has it taken me like past 40 years to connect with my dad in this way It was the first time we'd ever done anything sort of just us um, just me and him road trip you know boys home weekend uh, and I was like I was, in a way you could have looked at it and gone oh look at all the stuff we missed out on but it was like that. Now that we've figured out this is actually a thing, yeah. uh, we're, we're going to be doing this on a regular, regular basis. And he is totally looking forward to it. He, he, he messages me all the time. I'm oh, going to race this year. I'm going to race this year. Do uh, uh, you know what, Dad? We definitely are. We definitely are. I can't recommend it enough, mate. Ooh, well, no,
0: we're still here, yeah. I, I I've, I've, How many piss-ups have I had with my dad? I don't actually know. My dad's a, a I I think it's fair to call him a pisshead, right? But he's he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's okay. He he openly says, "I've drunk a bottle of wine a day at least for forty odd years." So, uh, so you know, it says you know, if I was French, it'd be completely normal. And and uh, and he's he's a positive, happy. uh, You know, it's it's not like he's flipping sitting there rocking back and forth with his with his can of flipping tenants, but. I I I'm trying to think of nights out with my dad where we've actually got pissed. I don't, I don't actually know. I think it, his-
2: we, we've done, we've done loads. We don't know as a family as well, where I go, my, my brother will go, my sister will go and so on. We did um, one year. We did uh, Monopoly. Have you ever done Monopoly?
1: Well, I like booze Monopoly.
2: A drinking game. Yeah. No, this is uh, not yeah. just a drinking game. This, this is a, a drinking game in life. So obviously in Monopoly, because London is the greatest city in the world, Monopoly is based on the London uh, loads of pubs and bars around London. So, what we've done is is realise what you have to do is you have to have a drink in every bar in or, uh, in a bar on every street around the Monopoly board and every station as well.
1: That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'd be so in for that, mate. Yeah, yeah. Definitely.
2: It's, it's harder than you think. You have to actually only have half a pint. Or a single or something like that, because you're talking 26 different streets and you go around and, and at the start, you think, Oh, this is easy. You know, just knock one back and go to the next one. You've got about half an hour, um, per bar. So at the start, you're kind of zigzagging all over London, trying to get to the far away ones, yeah, but yeah. then you kind of spiral in on the West End and then you end up kind of walking and staggering and, uh, and, and you end. Up, and honestly, there are, there are kind of a couple of routes you do it. Um, cuz you go into a bar and you roll a dice if you get a 6 you get a chance card and some of those cards are um you know what uh you everyone's got to buy you the next round or or you've got to go ahead to the next place and buy the next round or you might get a get a gel free card which is basically you can have a soft drink i'll tell you what they are gold dust um
1: uh, but yes keep all the <laughs>
2: Is um is you'll you'll realise when we did it there was a, a kind of a stag do or two that were were doing it at the same time and they came in we we were at a certain schedule and a pace going through and so you go in there you you drink it and you're making sure you're all going through and they, were, they came in they was roaring yeah we'll do this one do it and you could see them being really quick and then over the course of the entire day we just started picking them up one by one where they were just falling asleep in a corner or they were just kind of staggering, (laughs) holding a lamp post or something. You've got to pace your things. It's it's a hard challenge, but it's well worth doing.
1: That's where experience kicks in, isn't it, really? Tactical Chunder. And there you go, Tactical (laughs) (laughs) Chunder at Fenchurch Station. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cooking on gas. (laughs) Nice clean bobs as well. (laughs) <laughs> because
0: no one's ever heard of Benchurch Street. That's why this clean. I don't know where the fuck is <laughs> Fenchurch Street.
1: And is there a station on there? Probably not. Just, <laughs> yeah,
2: we are just going to Google it.
1: it it's <laughs> genuinely
2: just off of Mincing Lane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, I tell you what, we ended up in a bar. I'm just going to move the uh, move the thing up there. There you go. That, that's better. It's not pointing at the lights. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we um, we ended up in a bar in Soho uh, last year, year before, and they it was a fabulous bar. They only served halves, right? No matter who you were, what you were, they only served halves. And but Jesus, Fenchurch Street is a blinder, boys. It's massive. it's massive. It's a proper one, right? So you could only have a half and Literally, if you answered a phone call or made a phone call, you were out. Yeah. It was a proper pub. It was fabulous.
0: No phones. Yep. See, if yeah. that's a drinking game, that's a drinking game. I'll be out. <laughs> <There'd> be <nothing. laughs> You're on the phone. Out. Oh, by the way, you answered the phone with your left hand. That means you've got to do three shots of sambuca on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> fabulous pub. You should definitely. You should, we should add it to. And um, Fenchurch Street is like it's a proper old school yeah, yeah. Victorian station. It'd be like that. How could you have missed it?
0: <laughs> well, we're doing, Glenn, we're going to combine that day out with our dating photo shoot. Uh, which <laughs> these about. We got, we got an idea that we're going to, because people, because blokes on their profiles always have crap photos. Yeah. So we're going to, Glenn knows a photographer guy is going to come out with us and he's going to take shots like, you know, so that we've got a good, good. Uh, uh, and then we'll, 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 he can carry on taking photos, and we'll turn it into like a like a Hangover Part Four uh like video sort of like Tiger again. If he doesn't <laughs> end up with at least three tattoos, it
1: would have been a waste of an evening. I'll tell you what, though. Right, you could spice it up buy have you got them annoying electric scooters that you can rent in London <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> right they're all over Liverpool right? scallies yeah. just with no idea dressed head to toe like ninjas trying to get run over tearing around Liverpool on these these bloody electric scooters right or them, is it HSBC Barclays higher bikes whatever they are right you should do it on them
2: oh, dude, i got to say Segway is definitely a big boy toy <laughs> oh
1: do you know what so far as big boys toys go i think there's bigger
0: well listen <laughs> funny you should mention that guys this week, <laughs> my- <laughs> this is seamless this is, this is so good. Bought my kids laser tag this week absolutely mega i, me- actual, I remember when- laser tag yeah so not the brand laser tag I, they don't exist anymore basically but given right given my first laser tag. We I bought them back from America when me my brother and I were about twelve. That's a long time ago to have like light based.
1: Johnny, that's thirty five years ago, yeah. mate. They have not invented yeah. lasers
0: then. You're no, they were, no, no, I'm not. This isn't one of my made up nonsense things. I, it, <laughs> I, because because Glenn's experienced that. Colin obviously knows my ramblings. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, <laughs> Listen to what Joe said. Clearly, it was violent. Sorry. But this is, <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. Had no laser tag. We brought them back from America. I mean, they were quite big guns, but you had, you had the better breastplate thing, and if you hit the target, boom.
1: Um, but it was like you know, Ghostbusters, really a big old proton pack. <laughs> it was big. <laughs> yeah.
2: Have you got all the <laughs> got, like, helmets to wear and glasses and uh, ex- that, that
0: sort of thing? No, no, they're pr- they've 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 skinned it down, in because like kids don't you know don't stand for all that sort but, of stuff, they just want it nice
1: and. I have a safety issue around like um, children and lasers uh, in the you know in the home environment, Johnny. I'm I taking. We've got like EU certification.
0: Proton laser, proton laser. No, it's just more like a light, really. But uh, but but it does trigger when when the gun gets the gun, it triggers it. You know, it triggers. It's bloody packed. Like, so, the thing was, you need I, bought, to, I bought two you need like, to the streams. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ray, when, a, <laughs> when, a, when, when she asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, didn't, I didn't even need the instruction. That's just my default response. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I have mean, it of my business card. <laughs>
0: No, it's not, it just got me thinking about toy, like kids' toys, and so basically, as soon as they started playing with them, I said, "I said, oh, we need another one." <laughs> so I got on the old internet, uh, straight on Smith's toys. So we bought another one. So now we've got four guns because clearly I needed to be involved as well. It's, it's...
1: <laughs> Do you want me to show you the toy that has caused the most hilarity in this house in the last twelve months?
0: Yeah,
1: I can actually show it to you right now, and you will not believe it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and as it happens, yeah. we're in the kitchen. Don't go You'll away. Bring
2: it out. <laughs> Honestly, if this is a sex toy, I'm i am I'm not sure why I'm on that sort of show. I know. I, I'm imagining a sex toy. I've got to be
0: honest. I, I could, cause unless, I, your
1: sex toys, unless your sex <laughs> toys look like small frying pans.
2: There
1: oh. you go. An actual frying pan. All
2: right. Oh, oh. Eggs
1: and that sort of stuff. So, Yorkshire here says that's not a man's frying pan. now no. that's Perfectly, just the same size as Richard's face. <laughs> um, but this, if you make your pancakes a bit on the thicker side, so less crepey and more sort of, um, uh, what's this, smaller mm-hmm. pancake? A bit, a, bit, a bit thicker, but not waffle thickness, right? Uh, and let, let them, give them a good cup. They'll slip out of here and are the perfect indoor frisbee, right? They don't break a single thing. They wrap around things, right? Uh, You can properly skim them at the kids. They're like ninja throwing stars, and they make a really satisfying slap when you hit them in the face. So that,
0: We are actively, we're actively encouraging throwing food around the house. Okay, this is perfect. Absolutely
2: perfect. Yes. Hot food, but hot food with yeah. frying oil all over it. I mean,
1: I, I, I can't see what will go wrong. I <laughs> mean, you don't necessarily go straight from the pan <laughs> to know. your kid's head. You know what I mean? Like uh, a small pile of cooling <laughs> pancakes is definitely a safer option. But so far as like breaking shit's concerned, taking stuff off shelves, it's almost pain free. There's virtually no cleanup. And if you've got a pet, um, you don't have to worry about the ones that you don't find because eventually the dog will turn up doing yeah. something that looks like a frisbee. Yeah, Well,
0: It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. My brother and I—I uh, I don't know how my dad put up with this. My, I, we had this game when we were kids. Actually, my brother wasn't much involved in the game. It was more like my game. My brother has a little bit of a thing about fruit. He, he doesn't. It's a kind of a, a, a almost a fear about fruit. Uh, some types of fruit, which. I wasn't really that tuned into, but what I found hilarious was that I could throw fruit at him, and he would panic and react and, and, and run away. So, for a period of time, for a period of time, I would run around and throw fruit at him um, without a care in the is world about
1: What an that was actual like. phobia? A fruit? Yeah, it will be. Yeah, what? What is someone who is a fruit a phobic? Rich, can we? Uh, <laughs> on, um, there's can there's can a a we rule on this, please? Fruit phobia. So I've got, I have notes, Johnny. We'll, we'll go back to these. Uh, we'll this is the cou-
0: council- a counselling th- session. This is going to end in a counselling session. Well, listen, it's guys. Called- it's
2: fruitophobia.
0: It's called fruitophobia. It's
1: probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Check out the picture. Big brain, I'm Glen, uh, mate, you were there before. Google. Uh, well done. Fruitophobia. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of throwing things at people. Uh, One of the other uh, hilarious games that we invented was one day we were going to be going out for a ride, me and the kids on the bikes. uh, I looked out the patio doors. I was like, oh, it looks like rain. And and the kids were like, how do you know? It's your spider senses, isn't it? You just like tingle a little bit. Looks like it's going to rain. Lo and behold, it rained about half an hour later. But it led on to this whole discussion of spider senses, and unless you were around in our day, you've got no idea what spider senses are, are you? Because like modern Spider-Man doesn't do the whole spider senses are tingling. Um, so I basically tried to introduce them to the concept of the Force and like the, the Jedi thing where you can you just feel stuff. Uh, I fished them in suitably, so I convinced one of them to go stand in the back garden with a blindfold on while we threw <laughs> stuff at him, and they had to catch it. This <laughs> is just using the Force, right? which turned out to be hilarious, absolutely hilarious. So Maddie had a go, then Lola had a go, and then he was like, Dad, you have a go. And this is the genius of evil children. Lola, the youngest of my two, two daughters, was hurling everything she put at me, right? Uh, and as the recipient, you're expecting it. So you, you, uh, Maddie taps her on the shoulder, stop, right? Because she's figured out that I'm now getting smaller and smaller and smaller, the fear of something being thrown was actually worse than having something thrown at you. And I was, I was in the fetal position on the deck, going, "Please throw it! Please <laughs> just throw it! I can't put up with it, mate." Evil, but <laughs> top game.
0: So the fruit throwing game. So, if you're listening and you are into going into the fruit throwing game this weekend, send us send us your pictures. Tweet us at a dating dad or Team Superdad HQ. We would love to see. Quivering dads being pelted with fruit <laughs> uh, in, in blindfolds. This could be a sex game or just a game with your kids. Put the banana Shop down. It. Okay, put the banana oh. down. <laughs> Look,
1: bad.
0: we like on, on the wrap up, right? We like to do a little bit of a, of a serious thing, right? And this does kind of segue nicely into something I saw on LinkedIn the other day. This bloke, right? And I the funny side of it. But the interesting thing about seeing the funny side is it led me to check it out. So there's this guy in in like blades, you know, like uh, the Prestorious guy, the South African, the, the, the guy that's
1: run by feeling bloke. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, like these are running blades, like people with no legs. Yeah? So <laughs> there's this guy in a video, and it's on LinkedIn, so it's, so it's supposed to be a bit serious, right? It's business, business, right? So he's running, and then bugger me if he doesn't go arse over the tits and up. And, like, anything, anyone falling over is funny, okay? I mean, like, part of me is thinking, okay, he's got no legs. But, like, it's like funny's funny. Like, it's just funny is funny. Right? So he's got, and then it gets funnier because the guy goes in to help him get up. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> and you can see he's just not having none of it. So now I'm watching, I'm thinking, this bloke is hard. This bloke is, is proper hard. Like he's he's on a mission here. So then I go and actually pay attention to what's going on. Right, this bloke's name is called Mark Ormrod, right, and uh he's an I've Afghan. Vet.
2: Heard of that name? That's not the uh, the, the striker from Middlesbrough in the nineties, is it? <laughs> it was. If it was, it was before. We went to, to, uh, no, that was yeah. great. That was Brett Ormrod. Right. Oh,
0: Brett Ormrod. <laughs> His brother.
2: <laughs> Uh,
0: his, <laughs> this bloke Mark is a flipping dude. So he's a, he's, a, he's an Afghan vet. He got his legs. he's trod on a. He trod. There can be nothing more gutting than treading on a mine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Raccoon, I mean <laughs> it's going to put a dampener on your day. <laughs> it must be like, oh shit! Like there's a second there <laughs> when you know it's happened. Um, jokes aside. <laughs> Both his legs and an arm, right? So he's he's proper hard, right? Look, check out. I'm going to scroll and share the screen, right? Check out. He's been to the Invictus Games. He's like a medal winner. Like this bloke is seriously inspiring. Let me get the screen share up. And the reason I'm sharing this is he's got a he's got a um, he's got a a Thanksgiving not a, yeah Thanksgiving page. Uh, and he's at 14. And a
2: half. Oh. Just, just giving, Thanksgiving <laughs> is a very different thing. He, need he just needs one more turkey. It just needs one more. Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving
1: that reminds his me of that course. Simpsons where he sings the song, Bargy, you came and you bought me a turkey on your vacation away from workie. Right. <laughs>
0: just giving, just giving pain. Look at the guy's muscles. And so, this is okay. him. This is Thank him. As-
2: the thing is, I'm sitting here looking at this man. He's got no legs and one arm, and I'm convinced he could still beat me up.
0: Oh, he's proper hard.
2: Is he, is he's he called, called Bob?
0: Bob? No, he's, he's called. Bob. Is that is that him as well? Is that him there? Look at him. He's Jesus, he's ripped. I know. Uh, he's a dad. I thought he said he only had one arm. No, he did. That's that's, that's his. That's his like been.
1: Um, he can pick up more with he can pick up more with his prosthetic than I can with a real one. That that's like a gas cylinder,
0: yeah. I know, but he has got the bonus. You know, when you pick up something really tight on your fingers, it like really cuts into your fingers, but he's he hasn't got that on that hand, that that's fine.
1: Oh, got, you'd uh, never get a burn sliding down a rope, would you?
0: So he's proper. so 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 he falls over on this run and the, and the, they're making a documentary because he's he's doing a five K run, right? So it's it's flipping inspiring. And uh, so he falls over and he's <laughs> like the guy comes to help him up. He's like, "No, no," and he and he, he, like everything it can take in his body to get up on the on the thing, and uh, so the guy goes, "What happened? What happened?" He goes, is, "He goes, it's icy as hell." <laughs> it's just like, yes, "When you go from the tarmac to the concrete, it's like that's exactly yep. what happened." But um, let me bring up, uh, let me bring up the, the chat have on LinkedIn, right? So he he started. He started. Uh, he started this fundraising thing for Reorg um, by doing a beard shaving contest to raise a grand, and he's up to fourteen thousand one hundred forty-two pounds. So, if you, I'm going to put it in the in the notes here.
2: If you, can I just if, ask you to um, just mention who Reorg actually are? Because most people won't know.
0: Okay. Well, good one. Um, you and oh,
2: I yeah, a real. There are there a charity that was set up um for supporting a service personnel when they leave the military, um because obviously when they they do they've got this life where they're you know you're in a mindset of of waking up and you're told when to wake up, you're told when to eat, you're told when to sleep, you're told where to go, you're told what to do, um yeah. and everything's structured. You're basically broken down so that you can then be rebuilt into uh, a soldier who doesn't ask questions and, and just does things. Um, not only that, but then obviously they go off to war and, and literally see their mates' legs and arms blown off and have their own legs and arms blown off. And so reintegrating in modern society is, is tough, to say the very least. It really changes you, and so uh, REORG's all about helping people just move from military service just back into non-military life, into civil life, and uh, it's it's an incredible thing, really hard, and it takes people who know what they're doing to have really gone through that and to uh, be able to support people in that situation.
0: Yeah, because totally, because so many servicemen just slip in, fall by the wayside after they've left the army because everything they know is suddenly taken away, and they they got to fit into into the normal world. Jet yeah, says here. Uh, um helping people adjust after a career in the service and changing the lives of those who help us all. So true. Absolutely. So true. So look, I thought we'd bring this up, right? Because the guy's so close to, uh, to the 15 K it's been awesome. So if you search Mark Ormrod on, uh, if you go to just giving and go to Mark Ormrod, but I put his, I put his um actual page in there. But it's quite a long thing to remember, but uh justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Mark dash Ormrod six O R M Rod six. Um So Mark, good on you buddy I know we've had a bit of a banter there But uh dude, you are double hard Done one, You know what? Yeah, yeah.
1: You've got to take your hat off to anybody that, that loses like limbs And then goes, you know what, fuck it I'm going to I'm gonna run 15k Or I'm going to run oh, 5k right. Or I'm just going to get up and walk again Do you know what I mean? That's even, even
2: though he's only got a quarter of the limbs I've got He's twice the man I'll ever be Look at him, he's, he's <laughs>
0: incredible and his wife and kids He's got two
1: <laughs> he's <a proper laughs> I love, I absolutely love the way you put that line. <laughs> Very succinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it.
0: So good stuff. Yeah. So on with the show, on with the show. Where are we at? There we go. Um, hot in the 90s. We need a jingle for this, uh, please, Carl, on the jingle list.
1: Come Johnny, I, I have got, can I refer to my notes, please? Sorry sorry to talk across you, <laughs> but I, I have got some outstanding notes. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, one was around fruit phobia, which Glenn correctly yeah. uh, resolved to uh, fructophobia. But the other one was around falling down. Uh, it's, it's a very funny story. It happens all the time. Uh, proof being that me and my mate were, were doing a little bit of work for uh, a customer. And we were parked up on the car park. We'd be doing a bit of grounds maintenance. Uh, it, was, it was a rainy day. Uh, and I think it was one of the employees, one of the staff was coming in. So he was riding across the car park. We were just parked in a, a pretty much empty Costco car park, right? Uh, and this guy was coming in from the pedestrian entrance, riding across the car park, and for some reason chose to ride, drive, ride about three feet in front of the van. There was like an acre of space for him to have ridden through, but he chose to, to ride right past the front of the van uh, and give us a good eyeball as he, as he, as he rode past. So uh, have you seen the film Hot Rod, uh, with that, that guy that wants to be a, a stuntman? If you haven't, it's hilarious. You should watch it. Uh, so he's riding past on his bike, um and as he looks in john just like catches his eye and just eyeballs him and you can see these two lock eyeballs as he rides past on this bike so the geezer on the bike goes for the full chest out one hand off and looks over his shoulder like that. and as he looks over his shoulder the bike just goes woof from underneath him and he just <laughs> ends up lying on the floor immediately after making eye contact with the passenger in my van like that absolutely no reason whatsoever for him to have gone down other than chest out, one-handed. And it just went like, poof, gone. John, use the force. Hilarious, mate.
0: There's there's 250 quid if you could have videoed that for (laughs) (laughs) certain.
1: Honestly, it was pure gold. There was no grids. There was no curbs. There was no reason whatsoever. He just went down because he was staring at John.
0: My brother in Brighton... My brother in Brighton did the classic: open the door, open the the door of the car straight in front of a cyclist, who then (laughs) both twatted himself and the door—a whole big disaster. My brother, uh, my brother's good at fixing problems, but in the in the moment, he's quite like whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. I I did not see the event, but I truly, truly wish I had.
1: So, guys, as a cyclist, there's quite yeah. as a cyclist, quite a large part of me that goes, "Ooh," uh, the rest of me's going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a cyclist. I know that's part of the territory, basically. Especially in a city like Brighton, you you got to be you got to have eyes fifty feet in front of you at least. So, I put yeah. a fair degree of thought on the cyclist for, uh, there. It's fifty-fifty at least. <laughs> We do the regular feature "Hot in the '90s," so, so here's the thing, right? For our, we are we got new people on the show, so let's explain how "Hot in the '90s" works. Uh, Glenn and I were discussing hot women, being that we are both available um, gentlemen, and um, and it so I, I was t- talking about the '90s and you know lads' mags and supermodels and big breakfast and all these good stuff, right? And uh, and, then, and then then I asked, well, about what.
1: Are we talking about, like, the Gail Porters of this world? Oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> she'll, she'll go in there. Do you know that incredibly short woman? She's like a...
1: Uh, I, I actually have a story about Gail Porter that there is no way on earth we could ever come close to broadcasting. Uh, but as hot in the 90s goes, um, she was still hot in, like, the 2010s, mate.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. What Glenn and I realised was that it was far more appropriate for us to be uh, wondering how these hot in the 90s ladies were doing right now rather than going and looking for 20, 25-year-olds, which are closer to our daughter's age. So we're we're sticking with the 40-somethings. Or in Glenn's
2: case, down to thirty-five. Thirties 30 is still fine for me, my yeah, yeah. friend. Me,
1: Glenn, I've,
2: Glenn, my, your rule? of your rule, Glenn. Remind us of your yeah, rule. My, my rule for whether I think someone I've I've got a, a chance with someone is do they think Skeletor is the bad guy from He Man or the character in the Money Supermarket adverts? Um, if it's a oh. former, they're good. <laughs> it's a standard rule. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah,
1: I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
2: It's kind of could I have gone to school with them? Basically, kind of six years below, six years above, ish, maybe a bit wider depending on how hot they are. Uh,
1: Anybody who knows the Airwolf tune, yeah. If you can, if you can whistle the tune, the theme tune to Airwolf, um, yeah, then you stand the fighting champ.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's a good one actually. Yeah, totally.
1: Or even better if you know like Hong Kong Furious or something like that. Do you know what I mean? That's like even better still. Yeah. You hey, I read about that me. on the that, I was
2: <laughs> that, that was an old school television cartoon show, wasn't it? I read about that.
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, mate, it can't happen. Glad you, yeah. you, you you've got my type, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Rosemary, the telephone operator. Hello, oh, this is Rosemary, the telephone operator. <laughs> you won't remember any of yeah. that, will no. you?
0: Glenn knows. Glenn knows.
1: <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, right. So, are we talking about like the Kim Bassingers of the world? That when you were like in the nineties, and you were like, "Whoa, yeah, whoa, so, uh, Felicity we go. Kendall's to the next turn."
0: Felicity, oh Kendall. my god! No.
1: <laughs> Felicity, still Felicity hot. She must be in her seventies now. Come on, yeah, she's still hot. I mean, like. You remember, like, the whole Helen Mirren thing, where It's yes. like, whoa, Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren. I mean, fuck me, she's nearly 80 now. Do you know what I mean? It's like where – you know, like, there should be an EU ruling for, uh, like, the crossover points at which they stop being too young to be your daughter and stand up on their own two feet as a woman and you go, oh, yeah, defo would, without being, like, in any way close to, like, you know, being under the the, the pedo or, or on the scale in any way. Might Yeah. Is there also like an upper end as well, where it's like, come on, mate, it's your nan, do you know what I mean?
0: Yes. <laughs> a little, a bit in, it. <laughs> yes. in
1: fact, a yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so dead is definitely too old.
0: Oh, definitely. Don't. I when when. <laughs> The early days of Twitter, the early days of Twitter, I set up this news feed, auto-tweeting thing with using Yahoo pipes. It was way ahead of its time. I was auto-tweeting and stuff, and I put out a tweet that somehow picked up an article from a German newspaper about a band that had been arrested for uh, (laughs) some kind of necrophilia (laughs) activity.
2: (laughs) How, how would you even find that? What, what, what sort of search algorithm was going through your mind?
0: It, it came through Yahoo News. All I can say is it wasn't my fault.
1: <laughs> so, so, like, Rich, Rich raises a good point. If you were going to be towing the, either line, the, you know, the one at, at the young end of the scale or the, the one at the older end of the scale, which would be a worse shadow to be cast under, no, closer to the pedo line or closer to the necro line? Um, which, which one would you rather not be closest to?
0: I don't know that I can be. I might take the fifth on this one.
1: I, <laughs> I, I think it's plus or minus 20. Yeah. Plus or minus 20. Yeah, your age, plus or minus 20, I think what? is a good jumping off point.
2: The standard, the, the accepted age is uh, <laughs> half your age plus seven. That's meant to be. <laughs> a good Half your age plus seven is meant to be the, the kind of lower end of the uh, of the, the scale for you. Okay, Carl, let's test,
0: let's test this. Let's test this. For those that are on the podcast, I do apologise. You're going to have to go and watch the replay to see a picture of Felicity Kendall in... Uh... <laughs> oh. There we go. So we've got Felicity Kendall in a swimsuit there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to zoom in on what? that, Johnny?
0: A... <laughs> oh, no, no. Can I zoom in? <laughs> Oh, F11. <laughs> uh, open. oh, no, not link. Oh, we've got a link.
1: Okay. There she is. Johnny, what have you clicked on? I'm uh, Worry what your your uh, website you're going through.
0: You've got to entertain our podcast guests whilst we wait for post links. open. <laughs> I mean, share. Surely shares a curious uh, person. Oh, oh, no, mate. No no, no.
1: no. No. Just for one record. Do you believe? No. She, she's like, No. She every single R&B, every single shit R&B song you've ever heard in your life is in some way connected to that horrible Cher record, mate, and she can never be forgiven for it.
0: What about when they the put the reverb on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't no.
1: she, she, won, she won an Oscar. <laughs> we I'm we just... have a suggestion. I think, I think Rich has won the internet on this one. Okay
0: uh Wendy James transmission bat. Wendy, so what it just tra- does, does trans- count as rock band because my question today was hot in the '90s rock singers because I was leaning into uh, Glenn's blend's well uh, it, it rock-
1: depends on on whether she was like um was. What, what, what her age was in the year 2000 then because if you know she she couldn't be fit or she she couldn't be bait um, it depends what, how old is she Wikipedia. Fifty-two. Oh, she's See, she was definitely smoking in the nineties, then.
0: That's okay, yeah. But it's a the curious question is: was yeah, hot in the nineties? Yes. Is she still hot now? That's kind of because we're wondering if she's basically if the, if she's hot now and single, then 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 she's in.
1: Johnny, third picture along there, mate. Third picture, yes. please, buddy. That one there. That's the one.
0: Well, yeah, that's her in the nineties. That's she's in. So, what? What band machine? Transmission, Transmission band. Transvision. Transvision band. Is that is that is that rock in any way?
1: I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I, they I, were. I'm
0: not,
1: yeah. The, I'm not really bothered either way. She was in a band like and she was hot.
0: Day, Carl, we're we we we're hot in the '90s rock chicks.
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm, I've got I've got four that you that you might want to have a look up. Then, um, obviously the first one is nice. It's an easy yes, and I will fire anyone who says no. Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Um, oh hell yes, yes, yeah, Simple yes was stunning back then, and had an attitude of you know what, fuck you. I don't give a shit what you think. I'm doing, I'm, I'm dressing, I'm acting the way I am because I want to act this way. I'm just absolutely stunning. She's a, um, not only is she, is she sexy as fuck. She's a role model for my girls as well. Um, yeah, yeah. talking, that. talking about role model for my girls. The girl my oldest child was uh, named after is Keris Matthews. From Catatonia,
1: very cool, very, very cool. Uh,
0: Is she married to Noel Gallagher?
1: No
2: idea, but all I know is she is a genius. No,
1: that was Tracy Kennedy. Yeah,
2: Yeah, she's stunningly attractive. And International Velvet is one of those rare beasts where it's an absolutely perfect album without a single Mm -hmm. bit of filler on the entire thing. It works absolutely superbly. Um, then the the, the next two, the last two I thought I'd uh, bring up, one is a, a petite kind of, I will say she's alternative music rather than pop princess. It's Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting that. yeah, 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 yeah. Jagged Little Pill is another one of these albums. For me, it's an album I listen to when uh, things maybe romantically have not gone right with a lady and we've split up. My God, I never knew what a breakup album was until I'd been heartbroken. <laughs> and she, wow, she just rips into it. It's it's superb in a way that I don't think any other album does. My final one, second so we- of-, of Alanis Morissette
0: performing
2: on stage,
0: possibly a sex act. I'm not sure, but
1: um, is she is she, is she had a few pies. When was that? Is that recently? <laughs> Recent. There a, there a biceps on her. She's at the Weight Watchers. Yeah, a- bigger arms than you.
0: Here's, here's an old one. There she's looking. Oh, great. yes.
1: That's the one. That's the I one.
2: Do, I, I do love her one. little cameo <laughs> appearance in, in Dogma as well, where she played God. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely love that one. Uh, and Sorry, my, ben, final, my final entry has got to be the uh, sometimes scary, but just, again, vocally supreme skin from Skunk and Nancy.
1: Yes, yes, mate, You're absolutely
2: essential. So, so and but again, with this kind of fuck you power that is just inspiring. She's just got perfect skin, perfect attitude, and she looks basically the yeah. same now as she did yeah. thirty years ago. I don't know. I don't know how many people she's been killing and bathing in their blood, but it's worth every single one of them. <laughs> there
0: we go. Actually, her, her life same age photos. Also, you're doing good for bringing some Bane balance to our uh, episode as well there. Uh, I, just,
2: <laughs> I just didn't realise I couldn't work out how people could listen to her in that mask thing and not know who she was. I genuinely was talking to a colleague and said, but it's Skin from Skunk and Nancy. And they were like, yeah. who's Skunk and Nancy? Was she a, Was she a famous yeah. singer or something? No, Skunk and Nancy, the band. They just didn't know who they were. <laughs> And so there was a resurgence of this yeah, well, music.
1: They, they then went and Googled Skunk and Nancy and still didn't yes. find her.
2: Yes, one of my friends did exactly that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah.
2: like it, was, it was so embarrassing for them, but uh, mortifying for me. Is she actually
1: bald? Well, she looks like it. Well, this is, this is the wrong thing about bald women, isn't it? Is
2: I don't know whether she's naturally bored or has alopecia, but, um, it, 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 she's just sensual. Lover. And again, um, oh, what was the first album they did do? Um, and yes, it's fucking political on it. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna have to Google this now. What was Skunk and Nancy's first album? Uh, Skunk and Anthony's oh, oh, oh. first album. Um, bah, 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 bah. That's, that's what it's. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it in a while, Go back and listen to it. It is incredible. So yeah, I, I th- those are my my top four sexy in the '90s alternative grunge-based singers. And no, Courtney Love didn't get on that list because I'm worried that if she gets anything to do with me, she'll probably have me killed and make
1: it look like suicide. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> See, personal safety is always paramount. Mm.
0: Safety first. Then Glenn brings. <laughs> back he knows he knows how to keep us gentlemen safe when we're out dating, so that is all good. All good. Let's bring us back on screen here. Let's close that. Go three way. Yes. Well, chaps, this has been a lot of fun. We've uh, we've rattled through. Um, we we've still, Glenn. We've got issues with this raving this summer subject. It's just not it's just not getting around to it. But I've, but we'll listen. We're having a bit of laughter. We will just cover it. It's Boris. Is anyone else watching world news? Is it in in America? I've got cousins and stuff in America. So I do seem to be getting a bit of a handle on this thing now in in America. My brother lives in France. They seem to be just in quite a serious lockdown. And maybe um, they've written off the season. They're looking forward to possibly the summer. Britain, on the other hand, is fully cranking up ready for a June 21st. Is it June 21st? <laughs> Basic. Yeah, yeah. It's going on mute, going on full blowout on June 21st. Uh, Glenn, you've been following the news. Is, is that what's happening? Have I been following the
2: news? It's why I was on telly this week.
0: I know, but I just have been busy.
2: <laughs> yeah. It looks like um 21st of June is a Monday. Weirdly. Uh, and so um I, I don't think anyone's going to get much done on the 22nd of June. Basically, we should just write off that entire week and just accept it. Just acknowledge everyone is going to get pissed. Now, weirdly, it means I'm probably not going to go down the pub Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, probably not that entire week. Because can you imagine how fucking mortal everyone in that pub is going to be? It's It's going to be atrocious. I mean, no one's going to be holding back. Everyone's going to be in pieces. They're, they'll be having tacticals at 11am. Let's be truthful. Um, they'll be re-drinking at breakfast to make sure they go there on a level. Make that first yeah. week or two just going to be horrific. So, um, yeah, I might sit out a little bit and just continue to, to prep my liver indoors by myself. Um, and then, yeah, start going out there a little bit later. But um, I've started thinking about booking up. Tickets to, to places again. I've already got a few things that are kind of rolled over from last year. They're trying to do them again this year. Uh, and hopefully there'll be a few more. I did think about going to a festival. I thought about taking my kids to Reddin because that's going on this year, but there's just one of me. I've got four kids and the, the littlest ones only is going to be eight in a, in a fortnight. So they're still pretty young. I can't, I can't look after four kids. And also it's 250 quid a ticket. And when I'm sitting there yeah. thinking, They they like music, but they've not really got into live music. Do I really want to be sitting there for three days babysitting a bunch of kids and not being able to give it large myself and also knowing that everyone around me will be absolutely chicken oriental the entire time? I don't really want to expose them to that. I don't want to do that. So I'm probably not going to be taking them out. And I don't know about whether I'm going to be going out, out too much myself over the summer. How about you, Johnny? I, I
0: um i'm totally up for going out. definitely um uh festivals yes i mean I, 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 I'm, I, we're definitely not going to have a vaccination conversation but but assuming you know been most people are going to have one uh, if, if i get offered one i'll have one um but but yeah i, I i'm just looking forward to like yeah, having a flipping laugh. <laughs> I've got visions of, of uni days of tactical chunders and drinking in the sun and, and, and old friends hugging strangers. The days of, of like being in London and, and on Clapham Common or down in Richmond. And you just, the day just kind of rolls and rolls and rolls and you meet different groups of people and, um, uh, you know that uh, I guess I'm hankering back to, to times of flipping past now, <laughs> but if we could um, read it, but I think everyone's going to be on it. I think especially imagine the sun shining, plus we've got <laughs> people haven't spoken too much about the fact that the euros are going to be happening as well. So <laughs> we're going to be out and the euros are going to be on. I mean, those photos of the last time the world cup was on, like in like, big parks of 10,000 mm. people, all their beers in the air. I mean, Oh, man, it just kind of seems twisted
2: that that, that seems like such a long... And, and the thing thing. Is that that sort of stuff was happening down in London where, theoretically, you know, we're all awful when we hate each other, whereas up north, they're all licking each other day and night. I mean, what's it going to be like up
1: there? It's going to be mental. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it's why it's wanted for three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, up north, that we we are really cut off from the rest of the world. I mean... I think one of the first gigs that, that, that we've just bought some tickets for is uh, is that, that he's not very well known as a DJ, some bloke called Sasha. He's he's just announced he's doing a four-hour set um, at one of the local clubs there. There's a couple of other parties cropped up. Some of the other ones have, have jumped back in, like literally imminent June, July. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I mean, mountains and it, Sasha or... People that you don't even say hello to on the tube. What do you think? London, <laughs> London. Gosh, <laughs> London <laughs> is the <good. laughs> two hours London. from Houston. You need to get on the train. You need
2: to
1: call to some proper humanity. That's
2: you know, all I'm going to say about it. Uh, then this is, this is what you need to. I'm I'm not an either or person. I'm an end person. So yes, I'll go out in London, and I will absolutely go out up well, north single one. Even if up north, everything's a bit small and, you know, local. But that's okay. (laughs) It's nice nice to be clean every now and then.
1: (laughs) It'll give you some perspective. It'll make you appreciative of what you've got in London. Or what you haven't got in London.
2: Everyone's a winner. Listen, absolutely for our our viewers
0: and listeners, what we've got boiling away here, bubbling up nicely at the end of this week's wrap-up. Wrap-up 29, by the way. Thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) We've got... Two northern monkeys and uh, <laughs> a soft southerner, a couple of soft southerners uh, down here, down down here, uh, down here, in here, on here. Um, uh, the big debate always is, is, and I was, I was, I was a, a, a geezer from Maidstone who went to uni in Stafford, and there was there was literally two people from because it's such a small place anyway. There was literally two people who were from like, lower than Birmingham in in the place. And I, I had, I had uh, blonde curtains down to my,
1: down <laughs> to my. Oh, mate, they were amazing as well as like that. You, as, as a bald man, you know, you can, you can openly appreciate somebody else's hair and you're like that. Well, it was good fucking hair. Yeah. I'll give you that one. It was, it was of the time.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I just spent the summer in Chicago. So it was fully, fully blonde hair, brown, brown skin, <laughs> and uh, and at school all through school secondary school my nickname was JJ so up I go like super confident like oh hi, everyone how's it going like yeah and um and you know literally Colin and 200 uh, similar people I'm going all right mate I'm JJ <laughs> and they're going check oh out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JJ. <laughs> JJ, who the fuck are you <laughs> 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 laughing in my face, basically. <laughs>
1: Thank God you didn't go to the leads. Yeah, but Johnny, here we still are, mate, thirty years later. And I was just about to say what we should do is is actually get it get it sorted out and, and get you both up here for one of these these quite frankly backwards northern nights. Yeah. Um uh, come and, come across here and we'll uh, we'll do Team Superdad on the Sunday afternoon, mate.
2: <laughs> Superdad on tour.
0: Superdad on tour, totally.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah baby.
0: Get the Manchester Monopoly set out and, uh, and do, a, do, a, do a session round. well, Liverpool, we'll do it round Liverpool.
1: Liverpool, maybe. mate. Yeah, yeah.
0: More fun. <laughs> Apologies to our Manchester listeners, but we do have uh, greater affinities with the Liverpool side of the North West. <laughs> um, I look forward to getting more stuck into the uh, North-South divide banter. I look forward also to getting Cole and Rich a microphone and
1: uh... (laughs) well it was a bit spur of the moment to be fair so uh, I've got all the stuff upstairs Uh, Johnny next time we do this I'll uh, I'll have it it properly sorted out from a technical perspective mate
0: very very good Glenn absolutely brilliant to have you here again sir let's send everybody over to A Dating Dad on Twitter on Instagram and um, well our dating sessions need to get scheduled Glenn because we are fully back in the game basically
2: yeah, it's going to be a long and interesting summer. After after the uh, Spanish flu in 1918, the Roaring Twenties were hedonistic, to say the least. And that was before they had Snapchat. So, can you imagine what the next <laughs> years going to be like? I know. What you're, we could, we could talk for hours, right? But it did occur to me the other
0: day: the year ends in a one. So oh, like, that's that's a a nineteen. Hundred hundred Sorry, my friend. 1991, summer of love. You know, we could could it possibly be that we? I didn't even know that the Spanish flu and the roaring twenties. But anyway, could be. I'm thinking like the third summer of love. Basically, could be, could be, could be,
2: could be the summer of yeah. something. And a, certainly, it, it might be hepatitis. But it doesn't matter. The <laughs> <laughs> pleasure is in the cash. I never got COVID, <laughs> but I've got all <laughs> of <opera. laughs> <laughs>
0: I wish I had COVID. This burns. What five shoe you Oh, I of <dream laughs> we had to smell something. This is so itchy.
2: Oh I tell you what. I tell you what. The twenty percent who stay to the end, they get some gold, don't they? <laughs>
1: It's It's like I always watch movies all the way to the end of the credits now, just in case they've put one of their little vignettes in at the at the very end, where it's like the killer bit. Do you know what I mean?
0: And listen, we're not going to send anyone to Colin or Richie's Twitter accounts because they're going to be horrific. No, they don't even exist anyway, so that's why we lost
1: Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> you've not it's got the, that up north yet mate little boys on the
0: street corner selling newspapers in the afternoon so,
1: look johnny like we're actually using pens and paper mate not like you know I me mean? this has been team super dad reach, say goodbye. find us at goodbye. teamsuperdad.com join yeah, the program goodbye. and create the best Ciao. life ever for you and your children you are not Spudad alone members around the world You're Thank you are on we'll Team Superdad. super care, dad